Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Welcome back to another installment of Show Us Your TDs. It's your boy Gooby here, and I like to take a minute, so sit back and relax, you know, take the heat off, and I'm going to tell you how I lost fair and square. <laughs> but first, <laughs> Melky, how you doing? Ayo, uh, Mr. Milk Chocolate, a.k.a. the real Mr. Big is in the hizzy. He's doing all right. It's a bittersweet symphony in his world. Why? You'll find out in the next segment. Spoiler alert. It has something to do with the secret herbs and spices from Colonel Sanders. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, did you just call yourself Mr. Big? I did. Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember me with the Mister? <laughs> that's why. That's why I brought it up. I, I was waiting for you to catch on. I'm like, oh, come uh, on, come oh, on. Oh man, yeah, I remember that. Putting that shit in the mailbox because I did. I was like, why? I don't fucking like Mister Big. I, why hey, did I buy this? Where did you get the Mister Big from? We got it at the gas station. Okay, that's where it was. I'm like, I was wondering, like, why is he holding a Mister Big for no reason? Right, we did stop there. Okay. Yeah, we walked to the gas station. We started walking back to your place yeah. and we were right by what, Lena's house yes and it was then, right at Lena's house and then, and then I just put it in some guy's newspaper <laughs> it was hot out so it probably got melted and all sticky w- were you ever a fan of the chocolate bar no I don't like I don't like sweets the only thing I do like are Reese's Pieces like the the uh like the, the M&M shell? kind of ones yeah they can't the candy shell yeah they, yeah because that shit's bomb and then peanut M and M's. But other than that, I don't eat candy. Ah, uh, yeah, that was that was a weird day. But before we get started, I just want to address something I brought up last week. Okay. I remember our thankful um, segment for Thanksgiving. Okay. I said I was thankful for strudel. Yeah. I screwed up big time. I'm not thankful for strudel. I'm thankful for my strudel. Oh boy. Just to clarify everything. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything on the podcast, but I, I thought you fucked up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, like uh, I was watching some rock um, clips on YouTube and I'm like, wait a minute. The people strudel. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah. So especially you Americans, I am thankful for my strudel. what i'm not thankful for is another losing week of fantasy football that's all she wrote for me i'm officially done i cannot make the playoffs my sorry ass lost again but we're not going to start with me i'm going to start with some good news well not good news for him either but he still has a playoff spot so gooby take it away how did you do this week uh, I, I lost finally after winning six in a row uh i finally got an l all thanks to one player josh jacobs mm-hmm. i would not have lost if josh jacobs played normally but josh jacobs balled out and we'll talk about that later um to a tug of aloha he only did 20 points in the end i still did the math even if i started foreman and latavius murray instead of pollard and mclaurin and even if i started Kirk cousins i still would have lost by two points so i'm not too upset because you know how mad people get when like your bench goes off you're like i could have won if my just played this one that doesn't happen i still lose so uh yeah cd lamb 14 points t higgins 20 points hopkins 16 points my big three still doing big three numbers i i can't complain there eckler's got 19 points 
Tony Pollard, seven points. Melky, should I start to worry and not play Pollard? Yeah, because Jerry Jones is faithful and loyal to Zeke for whatever reason. And instead of putting the best player out there, he puts the most expensive player out there. So I would probably be a little hesitant to start him unless it's a very bad defense. Yeah. You can get bank for your buck off of Pollard, but Zeke is getting all the touchdowns. Pollard's doing all the heavy lifting. Zeke is just stealing all the touchdowns. Yeah, well, because once they get to the goal line, it's like, you know, let's just bust it in with Zeke because he's a bigger back. Unfortunately, though, I'm going to have to stick with Pollard this week because uh, Foreman's on a bye. Yeah, so I lost uh, 157 to 137. And, I mean, it was about time. I mean, I won six in a row. I actually said last week I was going to lose this week. You uh, threw caution to the wind. No, you didn't throw caution to the wind. Sorry. You yeah. were worried. You were a little hesitant. And I told you all things come to an end. So you should be happy. Six in a row. That's a long winning streak. That's most than the Texans have done. And <laughs> uh, any other loser team in the NFL right now. So, I mean, oh, you... oh it's, lo- it's way longer than anything the Broncos have done this year, too. Oh, so you should be right? very proud. Yeah, I mean, when you start your season one and four, and you're now seven and five, things look good. So, very good. Yeah, so I'm not too disappointed. I kind of saw this coming, Uh, though. Josh Jacobs, fuck. If he didn't have 45 points, I'd I'd probably be winning this one. 86 yards. (laughs) Yeah, I know. All right, Melky, how did you do this week? Well, my matchup wasn't as close as yours. I got dummied 155 to 107. And unlike you, it didn't matter if I played my bench, I still would have lost because my team is a pile of shit. So I'm gonna go back to tradition and start with calling out names. CMC, 6.9 points. That's all? That's all you can give me world-class running back and you shit the bed thanks a lot you bastard christian kirk 6.10 points really you had a favorable matchup and you still blew it thanks a lot thanks for nothing you butthole and last but not least a man who's not no longer on my team because i just can't have any la ram players on my team right now tyler higby zero Donut. Big old zero. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, you may as well have not played. It allowed me to go grab someone off the wire and throw your ass on the IR so that I would at least have a chance. But no, you decided to stick it out and be brave and produce nothing. So because of that, I dropped your monkey ass off my team and you can be someone else's problem. Fuck you. (laughs) Because of that. I'm officially done. (laughs) Season's over. I can't make the playoffs. My point total is too low. It's just been a horrible season for the Milkman. And it's a lesson here that... I need to study more when it comes to drafting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just unbelievable, man. Like, my team should be good. I feel like my team is better than half our league. Yeah. And I'm in last place. Yeah. What, what's my number one rule? Don't eat Taco Bell after eight. What? Well, yes. <laughs> but it's always draft well. It's all about the drafts. Bro, I was drafting well two years ago when I was 13 and three. Destroy, well, three years ago, sorry. Destroying all of you. Did you win? No, I lost because of my kicker. (laughs) I lost in the semifinals to Adam. That was the split year. That was the split year, okay. I was going to say, is that the year I won? No. No, no, you won two years ago. Yeah. And Devin won last year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all about the draft, man. It's all, it's, it's what it is. It is, it is what it is, right? Like, you you know, you, you, you take the L's, 
and then you know you take the W's, which I'm gonna do this week. Are you now? I think so. Who are you playing? I, I hope so. I'm playing another Quan Bikes the Dust. Lisa, I'm predicted to win 131 to 107. Her team's flaming garbage, and I lost to her. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, it's, it's any given Sunday though, right? So people can win. She's got some uh, powerhouses on her team. So let's go over the matchup. We got Tua Tagovailoa versus Aaron Rodgers, which I feel that should change to Justin Fields because Justin Fields is putting up numbers. And he's playing. And he's playing. Uh, C.D. Lamb versus Pittman Jr. Obviously, C.D. Lamb. T. Higgins versus Ayuk. Obviously, T. Higgins. Terry McLaurin versus Drake London. I'm going to give this one up to London. He's playing uh, versus Pittsburgh. It's in Atlanta. So I think London could could have a game. Over McLaurin? Are you mad? McLaurin, McLaurin, McLaurin's playing a divisional game against the Giants all in, the more reason in New York. All, all the more reason to ball out. I'm telling you, the Giants are pretenders. All right, all right. Austin Eckler versus Saquon Barkley. Ooh, uh, that's yeah. Juicy. That's a juicy matchup. Big matchup right there. Pollard versus Travis Etienne. Etienne. If he plays. Etienne's playing. Hey, I'm sure he will, but he is. No, they, no, he already said he's playing. Just because he says he's playing. No, the, doesn't mean no, the, co- the team said it was on the oh, team okay, side. Okay, they said okay. he's playing. Fairmouth versus. No, Fairmouth. <laughs> That's Moose. It's no, you. It's pronounced mouth. I got it wrong all the time, too. And. Mor- Moro? I don't even know. Mor- Moreau. Moreau, yeah, from uh, Titan oh, for yeah. Uh, Vegas. Yeah. And unfortunately, because people are on bye weeks, I have to start Latavius Murray. Oh, the Denver Broncos. But I don't know why she has. Oh, I guess. Okay, so she's probably going to play, I'd say, Pierce. She has heart. She has Michael Carter in right now. He's doubtful. He's at zero. He's at yeah. He's at zero point six nine. So I'm gonna assume that she's gonna play uh, Pierce over yeah, yeah over Carter. She'll probably pick the best player that's available, which is only Pierce, unless she's picking up someone on the unless Jamar Chase plays. He is playing. He's supposed to be playing. Well, then I don't know why he's on the bench. Well, it's because it's Lisa. Okay. Well, <laughs> and then we got Daniel Carlson versus Gold and Green Bay versus Pittsburgh. I am benching San Fran's defense because Miami likes to put up points. Whether or not they win, I don't know. I still think Miami wins this game. Nope. But, and but we're going to talk about that. Don't say any more. We're going to talk about that on Tooney Bets. But yeah, this is why I picked up Green Bay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I picked up Green Bay. You know what so- this is what it is. Melky, chances. Yes, no, maybe so. You're going to destroy her. And it's, I hope so. And it's going to be painful for her because I think she has the seventh spot. Does she have the yeah. seventh spot? Yeah. yeah. So that's just going to end her season right there. She has she has nothing left, really. I mean, if Chase plays, it's a big it's a big pick. It's a big gain for her, but I don't think it's enough to get her the win. You just have too much talent on your side. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't know if you want to give out any pointers. Do I start Juju over Murray? Murray's playing Baltimore in Baltimore. I I don't know if you read the score. Play him or sit him or whatever it's called. No, I haven't. They said they say to sit Murray. Don't play him. Because Boone, Boone is back and Russ is a big fucking steam pile of a mess right now. So, yeah. If I'm you, I'm probably not picking playing any Denver players right now. That team is in shambles. He had half the team show up for his birthday and the other half didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So yeah, okay, well then I guess maybe Juju Smith will see the light of day. He hasn't done very well in the past couple of weeks, but you never know. He's also had a concussion, so I think it's just him shaking the cobwebs and getting back to the Juju form uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, he had 4.3, then he had the concussion, he was out, and then he had 5.3. So, yeah, we'll see. But I I, I wouldn't play Murray. I I like my chances. I like my chances uh, of winning this week. Melky, though. Yo. You winning this week. 
I mean, now I'm just playing spoiler, so <laughs> to like anybody's chances of winning first place or getting into the playoffs. So I have a date with Devontae's Inferno. Love the name, by the way. Projections are 130 to 137. I'll lay down the matchups for you. Dak Prescott versus Patrick Mahomes. No-brainer. Best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. All hail the Chiefs. A.J. Brown with a nice matchup this week, finally, against his former team in Tennessee. Yeah. Against Devontae Adams. I mean, Adams is way better than A.J. Brown, so give it to Devontae. Then it gets a little uh, dicey. Keenan Allen versus rookie wonder Garrett Wilson. Got a better quarterback now. That was, egg our, that was egg on our face. We said he was going to be a huge bust. <laughs> yeah, and he did not disappoint. Absolutely not. He was uh, he was marvelous. Yeah. Then we got Christian Kirk versus Darius Slayton, your former favorite wide receiver from the Giants. I never didn't you love? Weren't you? Didn't you have a hard on for him last season? No. You grabbed him off the wire. You're like, oh, Slayton, he's gonna be great for trade bait. No. I'm pretty sure that you did. We'll go back to the tapes. Then we got Christian McCaffrey versus Derrick Henry. I'm gonna give this to Henry just because he's the king. You got Zeke Elliott versus Jamal Williams. We'll go with a wash here. You never know what Swift or Williams are going to do. And I feel like Williams is a touchdown machine. And so is Zeke. They don't really do anything else. So uh, I don't know. It could go either way. And we got, I have to pick up Tyler Conklin because Nujoku is hurt after he balled out last week. So that's just my luck with tight ends. Hey, there's there's a tight end on the wire that you can pick up. I already put the claim. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Against Mark Andrews, definitely Mark Andrews. He's a top three tight end. Then we got Najee Harris versus Adam Thielen. I'm going to give it to Najee. He's been pretty good lately. Adam Thielen is like the forgotten guy on that team for whatever reason. Then Tyler Bass against the best kicker in the league, Gooby, Justin Tucker. Tucker always. Then we rounding it off, we got the Tampa Bay defense and the Buffalo defense. And I like Tampa Bay's matchup better against New Orleans. I think everything is more on his side. But for some reason, now that shit doesn't matter, I think I'm gonna squeak one out. What do you think? I think you can I think you can win this this week. Uh, I don't see why not. I mean, it's good to play uh, spoiler. Prescott's got a good matchup against Indy. He's got a um, great matchup against Indy. So that could that could be a good thing. I think AJ Brown's going to show Tennessee why they shouldn't have let him go. Mm-hmm. You never know with Christian Kirk; he's a hit or miss. Well, they're playing against a horrible Detroit team, so I feel like everybody's going to get some love on Sunday. Yeah, and then I mean, it's hard to tell with Zeke because they're now really invested in that uh, two two way back, like between Zeke and Pollard. So you you never know who's going to get what, but in the end, you always know that Zeke, if it's a goal line, it's going to him. That's why he's playing. That's why he's in. So, yeah, uh, I think he can win. Darius Slayton, uh, it's hard to... I don't see him doing much. Jacksonville's defense is okay. So I could see Williams only putting up like 10. So, yeah, I, I, I give you a W. I give you a W. Yeah, any other advice? Like, it's tough because Olave is such a good wide receiver, but that Tampa Bay defense is so good. So I'm kind of staying, steering clear of that. Was Olave done? He didn't do anything. 18, 5, 10. But he's balled out before. He's the number one with uh, Michael Thomas gone. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to say. I maybe even start Burks. I'm not starting Traylon. Why? His touchdown was a fucking fluke last week. Okay, I'm not just, starting him. I'm just saying. Not starting him. You got. Yeah, I'm just saying. You should have started him last week, like I told you. Uh, no, I should have started more because more was the one that went all out. What's more, what's? But he's on bye. What do you what, what do you got to lose? 
Yeah, you're right. I could just fucking flip <laughs> it upside down and just start whomever. But no, nah, I like who I have inserted in the lineup right now. I just, like I said, I want to be, I want to play spoiler. I want people to be pissed off that they have to face me and I'm playing for nothing and they're playing for something. So yeah, Kevin, sorry. It's your turn to go down. <laughs> Let's let's steer away from this and let's uh, go into some highlights and let's talk Jaguars beating the Ravens. Excuse me. That that was a confusing one for me when I saw the the score. But I mean, it was close, twenty eight to twenty seven. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, twenty nine of thirty seven, three hundred twenty one yards, three touchdowns. I'm gonna butcher this name, Jamichael, Jamichael Hasty. I don't even know how to say it. Do you know how to say his first <laughs> name? Tell, tell me, you know how to say his first name? <laughs> it's the guy I'm doing boomer uh, bust on. It's J- it's Jamichael. Jamichael. Okay. Well, fuck. I don't know. Wow. He had a game. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, yo, some of these names is hard to pronounce. I'm sorry, but he had a game, uh, five five receptions, 67 yards, one touchdown, uh, 12 carries for 28 yards. Jaguars, I think they're like you now. They're just playing spoiler. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it because I mean it's showing that the young talent is coming out for these guys and they're they're here to play. Uh, L- Lamar Jackson didn't really look like Lamar. He only had 89 yards rushing. Where's where's the hundred 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 mark in rushing? Um, 254 yards passing, one touchdown. It's not not the greatest from them, but uh, Melky. Are the do do the Ravens bounce back this week? Who are they playing this week? They are playing the Denver Broncos. <laughs> the Denver Broncos. Okay, so I'm gonna answer that question and then I'm going to elaborate on the Ravens issues. Okay. Oh. So yes, they will beat the Broncos because everybody beats the Broncos. Yeah. And going with the Ravens, they are. The product of their own demise. You want your quarterback to do everything. Yeah. But he has nothing really to work with. You had Deshaun Jackson with that 60 over 60 plus yard catch. You're going to put your faith in a, what, 35 year old wide receiver? Probably not. You should have surrounded him with other talent. You're like Bateman is gone for the year. Why didn't you go sign someone? Od- Odell? Unless they're secretly in touch with him, they should really reach out and grab him. This, yeah, it's it's a shame because you're wasting Lamar's talent, and you're also hindering yourself because guess who's coming for you in that division? The Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals are coming, and they're going to be at full strength very soon. So you're hindering your chances of winning the division, getting a home a home playoff game, and advancing yourself further, all because you don't want to pay Lamar. $400 million or whatever the whatever the case may be. It's fucking stupid. It's selfish on their part. And they're going to be their own demise. What do you think about this? Alright. Lamar Jackson at center. Okay. Odell, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. Terrell Owens and Shadow Joseco. What? What are you talking about? So I know they're old as fuck, but they could probably still play. I bet I bet you Terrell Owens could still play. Oh, one hundred. So so can Chad Ochocinco, man. They're I feel like Ocho's just taking it easy. Like I don't know what he's done, besides like besides box. Yeah, I don't know what else he's done like outside. So I don't know about Ocho, but I've seen what Terrell's been doing. He played with Johnny Menzel. Yeah, in that shitty league. So I would I would I would have taken Terrell Owens over Deshaun Jackson. Fuck yeah. yeah. But he's yeah, like, imagine imagine that little lineup right there. That'd be. That'd be dope. That'd be pretty insane. I, I I just don't know why Baltimore refuses to help this man. Like, yeah. If you if you don't pay him, somebody else is. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Washington. Yeah. 
there are teams out there that are going to throw money at him. So him and McLaren. That's what I mean. Like there are other teams that would gladly take him off your hands. So why, why are you hindering yourself and why are you going backwards in the situation here? You're supposed to be building for a championship and he's a championship caliber quarterback. You can't get him any other weapons besides Andrews. That's a bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah. But Goobs, you know who's not shit right now? The Washington Commandos. I can't even call them the Commandos because they're winning. They're on fire, Goobs. It's crazy. They have a playoff spot now, and they won 19-13 to over the Falcons. Marcus Mariota went 15 for 25, 174, a touchdown, an INT, and Taylor Heineke. Where have you been all my life, bro? 14 for 23, 138, two TDs and an INT. Brian Robinson, a man I dropped because he was garbage when I had him. Yeah. And 18 carries, 105 yards, average 5.8 yards, and wore a oversized hat at the end of the game. Goobs, uh-huh. I got a big question for you. The defense is on fire. They're looking like they're clicking on all cylinders. Will the Commanders make the playoffs? No. <laughs> like, let, let's take a look at the uh, NFC Conference right now. And I'm just going to say, yeah, it's not it's not going to happen. I think Seattle takes I think, think Seattle can take it. Uh, uh, how many Seattle's, Seattle's look like shit the last couple of weeks. Their defense sucks. Yeah, because right now, what? The wild card is Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. Yeah, and then the Seattle's, they have the same record, but I think Commanders have a, have a game in hand or whatever. Yeah. So Seattle, Atlanta, maybe. Atlanta's um, not getting in. I said maybe. Atlanta's not getting in. It's going to be for the last two spots, it's going to be a fight between New York, Washington, and Seattle. Yeah. Ew, imagine four NFC East teams getting into the into the playoff. What's wrong with that? It, nothing's wrong with it. It's just mind-boggling when you think of what you would... How do I put this? When you think of what you thought before the season started... We were called the NFC Least. Yeah. We were made fun of. Remember, the AFC West was the powerhouse division? Yeah, no, they're the least now. <laughs> Was, was this Brian Robinson his first game back or second? No, he's been back for a while. He's the one that got shot in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. He's been back for a while. Okay. He's, yeah. kind of, he's kind of taken Gibson's job. So he'll do a lot of the grounding and pounding. Gibson's good for catching, but it's slowly they're going towards Robinson. Yeah. And I don't know why they're phasing Gibson out, but it's working. Let's let's talk let's talk about another running back. Let's talk Josh Jacobs. And the hell of a game he had versus the Seattle Seahawks. He sunk your battleship. 33 <laughs> carries. 33 carries. Okay. That's a lot. 229 yards, two touchdowns, six receptions for 74 yards. This dude went on a tear and no one could stop no one in Seattle could stop him. Uh, Raiders won 40 to 34. Derek Carr, 295 yards, three touchdowns, two INTs. Geno Smith, his counterpart, 328, two touchdowns, one INT. It's Marquise Goodwin, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. He has weapons, but it's Geno Smith. He's starting to show his colors again. Wait, what? I don't think Geno Smith is the problem. No? It's a young defense. They're hitting a wall. Some of them are rookies. They're hitting a rookie wall. It's a team that wasn't supposed to do anything, so they've overachieved. For sure. And now you're kind of seeing the real team show up, but you can't put the blame on Geno. 328 yards? That's pretty good. Two touchdowns? That's pretty good. It doesn't help that their run game didn't very uh, go very well. Uh, Kenneth Walker had 14 carries for 26 yards and two touchdowns. So they they really didn't get that going. So maybe that was the problem. I mean, they went to OT, so 
you, you you can't complain about that. But um, I don't know. Like you said, the the Seahawks are starting to show their colors a little bit. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I still think they can make the playoffs. Uh, well, that was going to be my question. Are they in trouble? No, no, they're not in trouble yet. Lose one more and Washington wins one more and the Giants win one more. Then, yeah, you could be in trouble. All right. All right. Well, you know who's not in trouble? Uh, yeah, I do. New York Jets. <laughs> more, more specifically, Mike White. And he does it again, Gooby. Led his team to a 31 to 10 win over the Bears. Trevor Simeon, a name I haven't heard about in a long time. I used to call him Trevor Seaman. I'm still going to call him Trevor Seaman. Went 14 for 25, 179 yards, a touchdown, and an INT. In, and that was because um, Justin Fields was, in, was out with an injury. Yeah. And Mike White, he went 22 for 28, 315 yards, and three touchdowns, Gooby. We doubted him. We doubted him. I, we, I was saying earlier, egg on our faces. This man is fantastic. His wide receivers put up big numbers because of him. Like Garrett Wilson went five receptions, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. And a man who wanted out of New York, who you barely saw on the field, Elijah Moore, at two receptions, 64 yards, 64 yards, and one touchdown. So, Goobs, the ultimate question here, your New York Jets, your new, well, your second favorite team, is Mike White the answer going forward? <laughs> At the moment, yes. At the moment or for the rest of the season? Uh, for the rest of the season, probably, yeah, because where has where has Zach Wilson done these numbers? He hasn't. I don't think Zach Wilson has thrown over 300 yards this season. I don't think the Milf Hunter has either. I could, I'll fact check that in a bit, but I don't think he has. And three touchdowns, like, yeah, the Jets score touchdowns, but it was normally through their running backs. Three touchdowns from their quarterback. I think Mike White's the answer right now. And he's got a cannon too, man. And he makes it look easy. He just, he has the poise. I think Zach Wilson is too young. He's rattled. He's worried about getting Mills. You know, it's a lot to handle for a youngster. Yes, sir. All Wait, right. Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. I was, I was just going to go on to the next segment. Well, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about someone who's a little more seasoned. We're going to go to a division that everybody thought was going to be a powerhouse but it's more of a doghouse instead and we're going to talk with we're going to talk about the AFC West and this is your AFC West bulletin so let's start with the standings as usual we've got the KC Chiefs at 9 and 2 we've got the LA Chargers at 6 and 5 the Las Vegas Raiders at 4 and 7 and still last for a second week in a row it's the Denver Broncos at three, <laughs> at three and eight. We are laughing. <laughs> so let's just get this out of the way. Nobody has an answer for the Chiefs. Would you agree? I would agree. Well, they crushed the Rams, twenty-six to ten. Bryce Perkins, I guess Stafford's replacement, went thirteen for twenty-three. 100 yards, a TD, and two INTs. And the best player at quarterback, but just the best player overall in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, went 27 for 42, 320 passing yards, a touchdown, and an INT. Goobs, we talked about this last week. Are the Chiefs the best team in the NFL? It's hard to say. Their defense is not as good as Buffalo's defense. Defense played well last week. They, they did play well, but it's Matthew Stafford and the Rams, and unfortunately, they're really garbage this year somehow. <laughs> I don't know. How, I just don't. I don't understand it. It boggles my mind. You win a Super Bowl, and now you're three and eight. I yeah. don't. It makes no sense to me. But they're complete uh, shit. No, they're not the best team in the league yet. 
Who's I better? I still think the Bills are better. Ooh, I would. I would disagree there, but that's okay. We still have a what five six games left. Yep. So there's a lot to be determined still, but as of right now, the Chiefs are the best, and they're sitting on top. Their next opponent will be the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I'll talk about that later, though. All right, talk about the Chargers, Gooby. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, week 8 versus New England, 355 yards, two touchdowns, three INTs. But you're still not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> what did the Chargers do uh, last week? Chargers got a win. Versus the Cards, 25 to 24, nail biter. Uh, Justin Herbert, 274 yards, three touchdowns. That's more like it, Herbert. Thank you very much. Um, Austin Eckler, he had a decent game. Five carries, 20 yards. He uh, he caught the ball more. Uh, 11 receptions, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Now, on the other hand, Kyler Murray. These are some dismal numbers. 191 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, one INT. Hey, you! Their bright spot was James Conner, 25 Beast. carries, 120 yards. Beast. He did well. And obviously, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, four receptions to 87 yards, one touchdown. With uh, Hollywood Brown back uh, for six receptions and 46 yards, that kind of worried me a little bit because I was like, damn, like, Hollywood's getting a lot of catches, so it could take away from DeAndre Hopkins, but I don't think so. I think it just, you know, relieves a little bit of pressure from Hopkins, and Hopkins will still do fine. Uh, Melky, are the Cardinals, should they be worried? Should they start looking a new quarterback? Like, what, what's going on here? Well, there's a lot that needs to happen in that organization. For one, if I'm them in the offseason, I want to know what Baby Yoda's commitment is to the team. Yeah. I want to know that playing football is more important than fucking Call of Duty. And any other fucking game he's playing right now, you're getting paid all this money, you just signed an extension, grow the fuck up. Get serious. You are the face of the franchise. You need to act like it because when former teammates like Patrick Peterson say that Kyler Murray only cares about himself, that speaks volumes. Yeah. So get your shit together. Okay. Yeah. No, Murray going to be a decent quarterback. I don't think he's going to be a Super Bowl champion quarterback, but he, he could get lucky and win. But right now it's not looking good at all for him. And I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona drafts a quarterback next year, just just in case. I think they need to have the talk first because his attitude stinks right now. And I would be worried if I'm the front office. I'd be like, we're paying you all this money. You need to start acting like the franchise. So yeah. Let's move on. And by the way, the Chargers play the Raiders next week. We talked Raiders already. Yeah. Big win. So we don't need to go there. But let's stick with losers for a sec. And let's talk about the Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Another loss to the Panthers, to Sam Darnold, 23 to 10. Russell, let's ride Wilson with another pedestrian performance. 19 to 35, 145 passing yards and one TD. And Sam Darnold, welcome back. Nothing to gloat about, but, you know, 11 for 19, 164, and a TD. But DJ Moore, though, he must love playing for playing with Sam Darnold. Four receptions, six targets, 103 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. I wish I played you, but I didn't. <laughs> it's a goobs I want to know. Though, actually, before I want to know, one of uh, Russell's linemen went in his face and had some words for him because he's sick of the losing as well. So I want to know, Goobs, with all this shit that went down Sunday and just entirely overall, can it get any worse for the Denver Broncos? Not really. I mean, it could get better. Russell could get hit by a car and not be able to play and then they have (laughs) to play somebody else. 
Oh, snap. And I'm sure it would get better. Their season's obviously done. They know it's done. Russell needs to take a little me time or take some time with Sierra, go on a holiday to figure out your shit. Woosaw, you know, fucking bad boys too. that shit. Just fucking figure your shit out. Come back next season and try to play lights out. Uh, and if you don't, I don't see you playing there much longer. They just signed him to that big deal. And no, guess what? The more he loses, the better the Seattle pick is. So it could be one of the worst trades in NFL history. I think so. Honestly. All right. What do we got next? Oh, sorry. And <laughs> who does Denver play? Oh, they play both. And Denver plays Baltimore next week. So I'm trying they're going to lose Denver. Okay. Say that after <laughs> Denver plays Baltimore this week. They're going to lose. And that has been your AFC West Bulletin, dedicated to Kevin. All right. All right. So me and Melky were talking. We are talking about drafts. And we are talking, what would we do different in our NFL draft. So we're going to look at our our 1 through 16 picks and we're going to talk a little bit about where we could have changed things to make our teams better and uh, if we would keep people where they are. So I'm going to go first. Um, I'm looking at my draft picks. I went Eckler, AJ Brown, CD Lamb as my top three keeping it can't go wrong there can't go wrong there number four i picked cam (laughs) acres where a lot of people pick cam acres is number four you stupid and that was on the back end of number okay i was gonna say did you have a chance to get hall or no no I, i did not have a chance to get hall that was on the back end of number four so he was almost in number five territory and that's exactly where acres was supposed to obviously we know what happened with acres so i mean mean, you could have could have grabbed montgomery montgomery singletary patterson but yeah yeah josh jacobs josh jacobs zeke elliott zeke right so there were there were some there were some uh players that i could picked up and by the way, folks, we are talking about what we know now, obviously. So for what I know now, I would have done Elliot. I would have done Josh Jacobs. I would have done Montgomery way before Cam Akers. I don't even think Cam Akers is going to be drafted next year. So, yeah, that's one spot where I would change. Then I went T. Higgins, Juju Smith, Dalton Schultz. I might have changed Dalton Schultz, but there really isn't much on the board at that time. Yeah, Hawkinson. Kelsey already went. Andrews went. Kittle went. Waller went. Goddard went. I could have done Hawkinson. I could have done Komet. Ertz. I'm not a big fan of Ertz. You got Knox really late. Yeah, but I also had Kittle as well. So And, and Hurst went last. Yeah, I mean, but Hurst, he hasn't really done much. He had two good weeks, and that's it. Schultz isn't a bad pick. to tell you, He, he tell wasn't. You. He was supposed to be a great tight end this year. The problem, yeah, the problem was Prescott got hurt in week one, and then yeah. that's, it was a snowball effect, and then Schultz got hurt. So Schultz, if you, looked his, if you look at his last three weeks, he's been spectacular. Oh, for sure, yeah. Tell you the truth, you don't really need to change it. I probably would have gone Hawkinson. Okay. Or I would have picked Schultz over Ertz, to tell you the truth. I probably would have gone, honestly, Hawkinson, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, and then I went Eli Mitchell. Well, that didn't go very well. <laughs> I could have had Cordell Patterson. I could have had Rashmore Stevenson. I could have had, uh, where are we at here? Uh, I could have had Pierce. Jamal Williams. Yeah. There there were a lot of uh, good running backs still available. Brian Robinson. 
Yeah, he's kind of fallen off though. He's fallen off, but still. Yeah. Like, other than the injury prone, Eli Mitchell, I could have had better. Uh, so and he's hurt again. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, there, there, there's some, there's some room for improvement. Uh, then I went DeAndre Hopkins at nine. What steal. a steal. Uh, Devonte Parker, that could change, but I, I this, told you. Remember that was your sleeper. That was my sleeper. I thought he was gonna do well. Blaming garbage. Um, could have had Olave. Could have had Tyler Boyd. Uh, really not a whole lot on this board that I'm looking at. Honestly, Boyd and Olave. So honestly, minor, minor changes. Like minor. Who would have thought there. Stafford was gonna suck? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after Parker, I had Stafford, and this is that that that's what hurt my season at the start was Matthew Stafford. I could have had Aaron Rodgers. I could have had Kirk Cousins. Fuck, I could have had Tua. No one drafted him. No, everybody thought he was gonna stink. I think I I, I think I could be on top of the the leaderboard if I had Tua. Nobody fucking knew Tua was going to ball out the way he is. <laughs> and he's the product of his team, man. I had this debate with Destroyer, and he's like, oh, I'd take Tua over Herbert. What, just this year? Nah, I'd still take Herbert over Tua. Tua, Tua sucks. He does suck, but he puts up numbers. That's all that matters. Can't throw past 15 yards. How are you a quarterback? <laughs> uh, I think one of the biggest steals of the draft, Tony Pollard at number 12. Uh, I had Traylon Burks. Uh, I got the 49ers defense. <laughs> Honestly, though, if Traylon Burks stayed healthy and didn't get injured, if you see the numbers he's putting up right now, he'd be a good, viable steal at 13. Of course. Oh, absolutely. But you look at your wide receiver depth and you don't really need him. Yeah, but who the fuck am I going to get? Naheem Hines? McKissick? <laughs> Mozart? I mean, Mozart did pretty well for a few, started off few weeks. He start, started off hot. Unfortunately, his career, he's best known for being hurt. Yeah. So there wasn't really much on the board at, at that pick. So it was just more of a bench player uh, for bye weeks. Okay, so minimal change. Your team is still pretty good. I mean, yeah, Niners, Carlson, Matt Ryan were my last picks. I thought Matt Ryan was going to do well. I thought he was going to be a huge sleeper for me. So did the rest of the world, and he disappointed all of us. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, minor minor details. I mean, no one expected Cam Akers to be a big bust this year. Um, Eli Mitchell was a gamble, but, yeah, I, I could have had Singletary. I could have had Cordell Patterson, Rashmore Stevenson. So, yeah, uh, my, minor changes for me. I'm still doing well, but Melky, you have some big changes, I think. Some monster changes, and I'm lucky that I've traded half my team, so <laughs> it doesn't look like my draft result, results. But definitely, starting at the top, my first pick was Najee. I could have had Jefferson Chase, Tyreek Hill. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. I, you know what? I was going to stay away from Cooper Cup. Just because Super Bowl hangover, he does a lot. There's yeah. no way he was going to be healthy. But yeah, that that first pick, like Najee's been so terrible. That definitely I could add in one of the big time receivers. I got McCaffrey at number two, which was a steal. That was a, that was a great pick there. And then number three, shouldn't have taken Keenan Allen. There was so much more on the board I could have had, like Jacobs. Could, I could have reached out for a quarterback if I wanted to, but I never do. Could have had Etienne. Could have had... There's just so much I could have picked. Keenan Allen's been a big disappointment. I like Terry McLaurin at uh, four. I thought that was a steal. Yep. Kittle, Kittle's a nice pick. Montgomery. So he's been good, but Herbert steals a lot of the touches. So I'm glad I traded him because I didn't really miss a lot from having him. But the biggest X factor, I chose Brady over Burrow. If I had taken Burrow, Jen probably is in last place and I have a playoff spot because Burrow has been on fire this season. 
I, I was very surprised at that when you took Brady over Burrow. I just thought with the whole divorce thing, proving people wrong is what Brady does. His team is good. I just didn't t- trust a young team going to the Super Bowl and losing and maturing faster than what people thought. I thought they were going to take a step back. So that was my thinking. I'm like, Brady's got one last hurrah. Sadly, he has no hurrahs because he's been garbage. Fucking garbage. That's probably the biggest X factor. I think everything else was pretty decent. Like Sutton. Yeah. Sutton's been okay, but it's been rust. that has been shit. Singletary. He's, he's serviceable, but I traded him for Zeke. So it worked out. Kirk and Olave have been very good. Claypool, I dropped him. It was just like a last minute pick. Bill's defense, they've been good. Cousins was great. He was a trading chip. Folk, I ended up dropping anyways. And Knox, I dropped too. The biggest flaw was the first pick and the quarterback pick. Yeah, because like I said, you could add Cup, you could add Jefferson, you could add Chase, Kamara, Diggs, Barkley, Debo, and uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, there's there's so much. There's so much I could have had before uh, when I picked Naj. I was just thinking, I honestly thought someone was going to pick McCaffrey. And then one of those receivers were going to slip and I was going to get him. Yeah. But, like, honestly, up to the l- second last pick of four, all those players are better than Najee Harris. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Like, Najee's been shit. I, I can't see one person. Uh, Pittman, Pittman Jr., maybe not. No, he's been disappointing, but, but that's, again, that's Matt Ryan. Yeah, and DK Metcalf. I, uh, I wasn't going to I wasn't gonna touch any Seattle player. And, and more. DJ? Yeah, I wasn't going to yeah. touch a fucking Panther player either. So, so there's three out of, out of the 10, 20, 30, 38 picks. There's three players on there that you didn't want. The rest you could have had way better for Najee Harris. Yep. And then so, again, picking Brady over Burrow. That was just stupid. Yeah. And that's why I'm in last place, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, everybody, in every single season of Show Us Your TDs, it's all about how you draft. Because a lot of people, they don't like to trade. Not in our Draft league. well. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said not in our league. I dropped the P word and I'm going to edit that out. So don't okay. worry. <laughs> okay. But a lot of, you know, like I said, people, a lot of people don't like to trade. So draft well, because you're probably going to be sticking with whoever you draft. Thank you, Goobs. That was uh, a new segment called Redrafting. Basically, me regretting what I fucking did all season. <laughs> but let's uh, move on. Let's move on to Gooby's favorite pastime on the toilet. It's boom or bust. All right. I'm going right. to kick things off, and I'm going to go with an L.A. player who not really good, but... He's better than Cam Akers. Let's go Kyrene Williams. He's a bust. Big old bust. Monster bust. Last week, he had 35 yards, three receptions, and 25 receiving yards. Goobs, the Rams season is all but over, which could boost Williams' fantasy prospect. But realistically, it means jack shit because LA is a dumpster fire, a team that's just putting players out to see what they have for next season. Don't trust him. Don't trust any running back on this team because they'll just let you down entirely. He's a bust this week. I agree. Big old bust. All right. I'm going to talk about one of the biggest games this week. Okay, I'm not talking Casey Cincinnati. I'm not (laughs) talking Miami versus San Francisco. I'm not even talking about Tennessee versus Philly, nor am I talking about the NFC East, Washington versus the Giants. I'm talking Cleveland versus Houston. Probably the most watched game this weekend will be Cleveland versus Houston. And I'm talking to Sean Watson. All right. King of the Oils. (laughs) It's been 700 games since he played last. 
since the last time we saw him throw a ball 700 games there's no massage tables it's all just him oh my god he's going up against his former team houston and he's going to be a big old bust yeah, not only that, that, those aren't the only only balls he's been throwing around, man. Don't get that discouraged. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, he's predicted at 26 points. Yeah, he's, he's not going to get that. He, he, he may get 20, but it's been 700 days. This man's going to be rusty. He like there's no chance in hell he goes out and balls out. I mean, there, there's a percentage, but it's a very low percentage. Yeah, he has Amari Cooper. It will look good eventually if he can get back to his old self and play well. But like I said, 700 days played. No chance in hell that this guy is going to break 20 this week. Uh, fantasy points. Uh, Melky, big old bust. Oh, he's, uh, as Vince McMahon would guarantee... He's a huge bust. <laughs> There's no chance in hell, like you said. And not only that, apparently some of the accusers are going to be at the game. So talk about like a huge distraction that's going to be happening. They're going to be holding up like giant signs. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a little area of like his accusers or people that have been t- wrongfully touched by Deshaun Watson huddled in an area of the I uh, mean, of the stadium boycotting and having signs and things. I mean, good on Houston because that would be huge, like home field advantage right there. Well, yeah, it's home cooking, right? So why not rock this man, make him feel like shit and get him to lose his first game and a game, especially against a team that he gave up on. Yeah. Yeah. And a community he ruined. <laughs> oh yeah. He's the, the notorious villain of Houston now. Yeah, he's he's a big old bust like he does on massage tables. Oily bust. Oh hell no. Alright. Next we've got a name that Gooby couldn't pronounce earlier. Jamichael Hasty. He's a bust too, Gooby. He had twenty-eight rushing yards and sixty-seven receiving yards and a nice T D thrown by Trevor Lawrence last week, but he was able to capitalize because Etienne left early and Henderson wasn't able to play. Unfortunately for him, they're both back this Sunday, so his touches are going to be limited, and it's a shame because it's against a terrible Detroit team. I wouldn't trust him. He's a one-hit wonder. Bust. Bust. Like a, I saw a lot of people pick them up off the wire quickly. It's not going to do much for you. It's not going to win you a game. He's a big old bust. All He's right. a messy. He's a messy bust. <laughs> All right. Now I'm probably going to butcher this name too. And I am going with Zonovan Knight. With all the injuries in the backfield that the Jets have, Knight has looked like a bright spot for the run game. He picked up 17 carries for 103 yards last week. Now that was versus the fifth ranked Chicago run D. I think Knight will be a boom this week, facing a tougher matchup versus the Vikings. But Michael Carter doesn't look like he's gonna play this week. And Ty Johnson only had five carries last week. I put Knight, I put Knight in the flex spot, hands down at this point. If you're looking to fill those bye weeks, because there are other players that obviously I would put way before Zonovan Knight. But I mean, Deontay Foreman's on a bye, so pick him up, give him a shot. I think Knight is gonna have a good game, and that makes two of us. He's a definitely worth a risk picking up and throwing in a flex. They said he looked juicy as a runner. So when anytime somebody says that, you, come on, that's a sign. And, and they were saying he fits the scheme better over Robinson. So that's incentive right there. And you alluded Carter is probably not playing. And last but not least, his nickname is Bam. Bam? Take a chance on him. He's a boom this week. He's a Bam this week. <laughs> Ba bam bam. <laughs> All right, that's it for Boomer Bust. Let's... Take us home, Gooby. Take us home. I was gonna say that. Let's take it home. <laughs> Bring it all the way back down to our last segment of the night. Toonie bets, Melky. 
who do you got? Got a nice, fat, juicy game on the docket with the 49ers versus the Dolphins. And I'm taking the 49ers. It's in the Bay. Tua's facing a real defense. Bosa will make his life a living hell. We'll finally see what Tua is made of. Facing a good team, a competitive team. And he's going to have to do more than just throw 15 yards to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So I like the 49ers. They want to keep a distance from them and the Seahawks in that division. So look for the Seahawks to smother the Dolphins with their defense this week. So wait, you're saying I shouldn't start Tua and I should start Kirk Cousins versus the Jets? I don't know. Sauce, man. I don't know, man. Sauce, man. I think I'd still stick with Tua. I think he can get away a little bit more with Tua opposed to Cousins. All right. All right. Who you got? Let's talk matchup of the week. And no, I'm not talking Cleveland versus Houston. I'm talking Bengals versus the Chiefs. And I'm going Bengals. I think the Bengals had their number this this year. Have they played already? No, but that was the AFC Championship last year. Yeah, and they yeah Bengals had their number last year. I think Bengals will have their number again this year. Jamar Chase is coming back. That's gonna get open up the the field for Burrow. Uh, it's gonna be that four headed monster again. Chase. Hurst, uh, Hurst, uh, Higgins, and Boyd. Hurst is not part of the fucking monster. If anything, you throw Mixon in there. Yeah, I'm just gonna put Mixon in there, but you know that what? Makes five. This is the Jackson five. Hurst is not. <laughs> this is the Jackson five. All right. Let's go on. <laughs> I'm talking receivers, though. I mean, Mixon's a running back, but. I think the Bengals are going to look great this week. Uh, they have to, pr- they have something to prove. I mean, they're seven and four. They made it to the Super Bowl. This is their time to shine again. Uh, go eight and four, and prove that they're still in this to win this. So I'm going to go Bengals over Chiefs. You know what? I'm going to hop on that bandwagon and take the Bengals too, because they're playing for a lot more than just proving the doubters wrong. They're playing for the uh, AFC North. Ravens are sputtering. This is a time to capitalize on that. Get a big win against the big bad Chiefs. Set the tone. Get your division. Get a home playoff game. Because that's home cooking is what matters in the playoffs. I don't care what you say. It's hard to win on the road. And Joe Cool always performs when it matters. Yeah. Plus the spark plug chase is coming back. That just means more points for Cincinnati. Let's go Bengals. All right, all right, all right. Malky, any last words? Well, that's a wrap, Gooby. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Goose, for being my partner in crime. And we are done, just like the Liver King's career. (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck was that? <laughs> Is there anything you want to add, Gooby, as we close this out? Yeah, I just noticed that we're not recording. Yeah. <laughs> you you should have seen his face, people. Malky <laughs> was about to freak out. Uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm good, man. I just got over COVID, so I'm just kind of max and relaxing this weekend. Uh, I Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for shooting the shit with me. Um, season's almost over. Well, playoffs are about to over. But yeah, playoffs are about to start. We got two more weeks. I think if I win one, I'm automatically in. So let's let's hope I win one this week, and I don't have to worry about the week after that. Uh, so yeah, but thank you, thank you, not after thirty, Anthony. Uh, everybody, check out the Mustard Podcast. Uh, we're shooting next Friday so yeah I'm soaked man I I just I can't wait for the playoffs to start uh, you probably want to play out your best the next two weeks so you can get a buy at least wanna, those buys are important I think I'm going to get a buy but hey anything's possible any given Sunday and that's it buddy and I want to just piggyback up what Gooby said thank you NA30 Anthony El Jefe the Don Magic Wand thank you for uh, putting up with us Thank you all. 
for taking the time to listen to us talk X's and O's incorrectly, but still, we're still talking X's and O's. We we do it for you. It's just always fun. So thank you so much. And yeah, going back to the Liver King, I can't believe he thought he was going to get away with lying to people and saying he is all natural. That's a bunch of shit. Looking at his body, you could tell he was jacked. You want to know something crazy? Do you know how much he pays a month for steroids? Oh, probably tens of thousands. A hundred and... Nope. Was it 120? No, sorry. $12,000 a month for steroids. Yeah. $12,000 a month to juice up. If, if you want to look at Oh Naturel, it's right here, baby. <laughs> and if you don't know what Gooby looks looks like, you should look him up on his Instagram and you'll get a better picture of what Oh Naturel is. Yeah, it's tacos, burgers, and beer. Ew! Gross! Your poor toilet. <laughs> All right. I'm Milk. That's Gooby. And we are going to take a play out of the Watson Massage Handbook and slip away. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> shower you just want to barge in on the rock barge in in the rock's locker room what's the matter with you the rock will... are you looking at the people strudel no rock i wasn't looking at the people <laughs> no, nah. to each his own michael cole to each his own why don't you just give the rock one minute the rock just needs one minute go frost your hair do something like that and you're worse than lillian garcia michael <laughs>